Welcome back. It is July 4th. Can y'all believe this year is almost over? Like, it has flown by. And I know people say the older you get, the more it flies by. But that is the dang sure truth because it is flying by. Like, we are past the halfway mark for the year. Honestly, wasn't sure if I was going to get to record one tonight. We have people over. But, you know, God just laid it on my heart that, yeah, do it. I mean, you never know what somebody might get out of it. Um what it might mean to somebody that needs to hear it and I don't want to ever hinder that you know I mean why not just jump in here and and do it he's already laid on my heart what I was going to talk about so but before we get started I want to connect with you um you can find me anywhere on social media at Christina Smith McCulley so you can find me on Facebook there Instagram there or TikTok Christina Smith McCulley. You can also email me at Christina at Christina Smith McCulley. I love, 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 love to hear what you guys think about the show. Um, I really appreciate your feedback. I appreciate you giving it a, a rating and a review on iTunes. If you're on Spotify, I don't think you can. I'm not really for sure um, if they have one on there. But yes, please, please let me know suggestions, things you want me to talk about. Um, ways it could be improved just all that good stuff so today we are going to talk about childlike faith not childish faith but childlike faith i'll be right back well hey y'all welcome to clause of confessions with christina's podcast where we're going to talk about the hilarious not so funny truths about the christian walk some people are called to speak on stages but the lord has called me to share my heart from my closet Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God, He continues to remind me He is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with Him, He reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay, so as I was just thinking while I was waiting a minute, you know, the term childlike faith actually doesn't appear in the Bible. But Jesus does say that we are to become like little children. So let's talk about that real quick. When I think about a little child, um, I think, you know, the first thing I think of is just how, I guess, trusting they are, really. I mean, they trust what you tell them. You tell them you're going to the store, you better go to the store. I mean, unless you let them down too many times, they're not going to trust that. But they just trust. They blindly trust. And they're very innocent and pure. Like, they just love. They don't They don't love because of a certain color or because of, um, you know, a lot. Of, I mean, they don't. I can remember having a friend that was kind of worried because one set of grandparents could do so much for a child, their child, and the other set couldn't do as much. That didn't matter to the child. It didn't matter. The child loved just being in the presence of both sets of grandparents, no matter how much they bought them, whatever. So a child just loves. It loves unconditionally, really. I mean, kids are so quick to forgive, aren't they? They just kind of... Let me think of my own child. Okay, so... You know, of course, we know children can be very selfish. They can um, be very impatient and all that. But also, let's flip it. 
if we're thinking about how Jesus wants us to come to him, then I would think that that would be trusting what he says is true. Okay, you said it. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Loving, um, forgiving quickly, you know, just uh, not holding grudges, not making things complicated, not um, not worrying. They don't worry about where their next meal is going to come from. They just trust that the parents are going to provide it. You know, we get in the car, they don't worry about like, am I going to get there? Am I go- are you going to go the right way? Are we going to wreck? Or they just kind of sit back and chill. You know, like that kind of trust. They don't worry about worldly chaos. Now, we know that, of course, I mean, we can't. And that's why it says, you know, I think he says, come like the little children, but not childish. Because we can't just ignore things that are going on. We can't just be like, oh, okay, that's not happening. I mean, you know, if you get sick and you need to go to the doctor, you can't just like ignore that and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not sick. I'm not sick. But the worrying, you know, they just trust. They're, kids are very comfortable climbing up on laughs, laughs. I mean, laughs. Let me tell you, my son, my middle son, when before the youngest was born, when we were in St. Augustine one time, um, there was a man playing, playing the guitar, and he had a bowl out for you to put some money in, and my middle son wanted to go down there and put money in it so we gave him some dollars and he walked in front of him and I'm pretty sure he kind of danced too because that was his personality I think he was about four at the time he turned around backed up and sat on this guy's lap just right there he had no fear he just sat there and I believe that God wants us to be like that with him like just I a lot of times I just imagine myself like climbing in the lap of God you know just being comfortable enough I know that for my my youngest, I mean, he just loves sitting in my lap watching a movie. You know, so if we come to God like that, we just enjoy his presence. You know, we just enjoy hanging out with him. We come to him just to hang out, not just to get something, just to hang out and talk to him. And my kid will talk. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue with the fact that kids talk and ask a million questions. Oh, my goodness. The amount that my child wants to talk at night. And I think that's how God wants us to do is just to talk to him about everything. I mean, my child, will he's been on this marriage kick. Does he have to get married? He don't want to get married. He don't want to leave us. But then what happens when we die? I mean, there's a little probably fretting and worrying in that, but still is more like the childlike just questioning, just asking. Your kids are very open, and so I believe that God wants us to just ask him things. Talk to him like a child would talk to you. Kids are very open and honest, too. Now, I don't think we probably need to be as honest as they are sometimes, you know, because a kid's very quick to point out <laughs> that lady over there has this, that, you know. I remember I had a, a customer one time that had, like, a birthmark um, on their face. And, I mean, my four-year-old was like, what's that on your face? I mean, you know, and, of course, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, but they're very... It was very innocent. It wasn't malicious. It was just very open, you know, and I think, I believe that's how God wants us to be with him. They're honest. They're bold. They're going to tell the truth. And here's another thing that's really cool about a child is they don't try to pretend to be something they're not. And if they don't want to do something, they just say no. Or if they do, they say yes. I know, how many times have you like said, yeah, you'll do something, but you really didn't want to. You just did it to please somebody else. Now, of course, there's, I mean, you got to kind of like weigh that out too. I mean, 
Is it for the glory of God or is it to be a people pleaser? Like I struggle with that a lot, y'all. I struggle with that a lot because I do tend to have that uh, old trait personality of being a people pleaser and I still have to work on that. So am I doing something because God's leading me to do it or am I doing it just not to look bad in front of somebody? Does that make any sense? But kids don't think that way. They just kind of go with how they feel, which is very freeing. Kids are very free. They're very free. They're they're not insecure, you know, and they're not really fearful. They're just joyful. They can go outside and play in mud puddles and just have fun. I mean, I I want that. I want to I want to be like that with God. I want to just enjoy every day. My kids are in there with their cousins right now playing, and they're they're making up all kind. They're just they don't have to have an agenda. How many times do I get stressed about? Does this go this way? And how do I how do I get this? You know, like an agenda for things instead just kind of go with the flow now I know we can't like as an adult we do have responsibility we can't just be like oh whatever but you know what I mean another thing about my child is he's very excited when he makes me anything like he drew me a picture today he was very excited to give it to me he just loves it loves it it. you know if I come to Jesus like that like you know just just being open and talking to him you know what I mean I mean, am I making any sense or am I just kind of rambling? Because it makes sense in my head, but I don't know if it makes sense right here. (laughs) Kids forgive very quickly, too. Like, you know, you hurt their feelings or get onto them. They don't really hold on to that. Now, what if we were like that with God? Like, we mess up. We come to Him in prayer. We confess that that is not His will for my life. Help me not to do it again, God. Help me to accept your forgiveness, but then beat ourselves up all day about it. A kid don't really do that. You just say it's okay, and they're like, okay, they're on to the next thing. So I believe that's another way that Jesus wants us to be, come like children to him. He wants us to love people without conditions. Kids don't really hold conditions to people. You know, they don't hold the grudges. They have compassion. Kids are very compassionate. If somebody else is hurting, like, you know, baby come up and rub you a boo-boo and they just, you know, just compassion. Um, Complete trust. Like I said, complete trust. You know, Jesus came, died, rose again. When you tell a kid that, I mean, I don't mind. He's like, okay. Okay. I mean, like, he might question and ask a couple of things, but it's not, they don't make it complicated like we do as adults. They just... They're just innocent and pure and open and honest. You know, and, and God and Jesus doesn't want us to come childish, but childlike. Children aren't very prideful either or braggy. They're more humble. Now, how many adults do we know that very prideful, you know, very braggy, but he want you know, Jesus wants to come to him humbly. Like I messed up and I'm sorry. A lot of times kids will do that. Now, there might be some fear. They might be scared to get in trouble, but I don't know. I think they trust. I mean, I know for mine, he kind of trusts me enough to, he wants to tell me, like he wants me to know. He don't really want to hide it, which is really kind of strange because we definitely, as we get older, learn to hide. And, you know, I remember when I wasn't close to God, it wasn't him. It was me. 
It was me not just coming and talking to him and like confessing and repenting. I thought he was mad at me or I thought he, I thought there was a wall up, but that's not the way our loving father is. He wants us to come to him and to tell him what our issue is, tell him, he already knows how he messed up, but he wants us to talk to him about it. You know, and, and children are very teachable. And I do believe that, that Jesus wants us to be teachable, wants us to to be humble and teachable, not like we know everything and like nothing else can be taught to us. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I feel like I'm going to say that a lot in this one. <laughs> they don't complicate things. They just keep things very simple and they have a very pure heart. Let me find the verse in the Bible. Okay, so Matthew 18, 2 says, He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This was because the disciples were asking, Who is the greatest? Who's going to be the greatest in heaven? And a kid, now, you know, if I think about because I'm always... When, when I'm reading something or um, or trying to maybe think of or figure, I don't want to say figure something out, but you know, like I try to look at it like how my kids do, how my kids view it. And yeah, they want, I mean, he loved being the line leader. Oh, he, you know, so kids do, they, they like being first. They like having their toys. But I think uh, Jesus was more saying here how innocent they are. That they just, they don't expect it, but they're happy when you put them in the front of the line. Does that make any sense? I, I want to, I want my mind to be that way. Grateful for, I mean, I can bring my kid home Tic Tacs and he's grateful. So, you know, I think that, I feel like that's how God wants us to be. It's just grateful for every little thing and to be excited to just to be in his presence, to be joyful, not to complicate things, to talk to him simple like a child does, to ask him questions like a child would ask, to trust him blindly like a child trusts, to love unconditionally like a child does, not to hold grudges, not to beat yourself up. I mean, not to hold grudges even against ourselves. You know, I wrote or I I got on a... um a news article and wrote down some of the traits of a healthy child Um, and I'm just going to read through them some of them I've already mentioned but they forgive easily don't hold grudges full of love laugh at everything they aren't critical or skeptical hmm skeptical that's a big one how skeptical are we of everything and everybody almost you know Uh, they're worry-free and carefree they aren't full of doubt innocent they express how they feel they're uncomplicated very energetic eager to learn new things they marvel at creation like butterflies bulldogs bulldogs bullfrogs i guess bulldogs too tadpoles flowers they're very imaginative creative playful they dream big dreams and they dance around now dancing in front of the lord is something that david did you know, sometimes I just turn on music to clean and just dance. But what if I just dance with God? Like turn on my praise music. Just dance. I have I do in my bathroom sometimes. Like there's this one song that I I used to imagine like Jesus like breaking it down to, and it always made me laugh. But um, 
Lord, you are good, and your goodness is mercy forever. That ain't even the right words, and I ain't I even can sing. But so, Lord, you are good, and your mercy endureth forever. And then it's people of every nation and tongue. From generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah. You know what song I'm talking about? If you don't, look it up. It's good. But I would imagine Jesus dancing to that. You know? I mean, I think we complicate him. And I think we complicate God. And we make them this mean, you know, sometimes we make them a mean, unforgiving father. He's not. He's a very loving, patient, merciful thing. Thank you, you're merciful, God, because I deserve, I don't deserve what you give me. And I sure don't deserve your mercy, but I'm, I, am, I am grateful for it. That other one that I mentioned, dream big dreams. How many times a kid, they just think they're superheroes. They just, I mean, my son thinks that he has a diamond on his thing. You know, I mean, like, they just are in awe of, of things that, you know, our dreams get kind of crushed as we get older. Well, we let them, we let probably the world do that and society, but what if we didn't? Like, what if we just, you know, if God puts something in your heart, I thought somebody walked in. If God puts somebody, something in your heart, you just, okay. You know, he's put a vision in my heart um, years and years and years ago, and I've doubted it a lot, but, and I mean, honestly, I've been kind of fearful of it. I have, I mean, I'm just going to be truthful. I've been kind of fearful of that vision in a way that is very, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I totally just got off track. Uh, but why don't I just believe that? A kid would. A kid believes I could be anything. They want to be astronauts. And what, I mean, whatever. Like, you know, I mean, movie star. I can remember thinking I was going to be a dancer. Movie star. Just, I don't know. I don't know why we stop that but we do I guess just we let voices get in our head that aren't there but I just want to encourage you to think about a child and think about the way a child approaches you or, or people think about the way you approach God think about a way a child talks to you and ask questions think about the way that you talk to God and ask questions think about a way um, a child is secure Think about a way a child just marvels at creation and just is very easily entertained, very, um, can pretty much play with grass. I mean, I know we can go sit out there and play with grass, but just kind of maybe do some comparison this week and ask the Holy Spirit, ask God to fix your heart. Ask Him to examine it and show you where you could come to Him more like a child. Just, you know, just ask him. That's what the Holy Spirit's there for. He, he's there. That's why Jesus had to leave. Jesus had to leave so that he could send a spirit, he said. He couldn't be everywhere. He was human, in human form, God in human form. But he sent his Holy Spirit to help us. When we don't know what to pray for, the Holy Spirit prays in our, in our place. So that's what he's there for, to help us. So just ask him to examine your heart this week. Ask him to show you in ways that you can come to him you know, we overcomplicate it. We overcomplicate it. So many people want to argue about, like, every little thing. And, you know, the the bottom line is this. 
there is a heaven, there is a hell, and there is a creator that created us that wants us to be with him. But we either accept the free gift or we don't. We make the choice. He doesn't send us to hell. We send ourselves there when we don't accept the free gift. The free gift of the payment for our sins. Because we're born a sinner and we're born human, we need a Savior. We're born into a physical life. We need to be born into a spiritual life. Because physically we're dying, spiritually we're dying. Whenever we accept Jesus and what he did on the cross, we are born again spiritually. So we won't spiritually die. We will physically die. We won't spiritually die. But if we don't accept that free gift, he's not going to force it on us. It's a gift of, here you go. You don't have to pay the penalty for your sins. My son did it. Here's the gift. If I didn't accept someone paying for my groceries and they were, please, let me pay for them. No, 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 no. I mean, I didn't accept it, but it was there for me. It's the same with Jesus' sacrifice of what he did for us on the cross. It's there for us. We need to accept it. So when we do, then we're given the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is there to help guide us and to speak to us, to comfort us, to talk to you know God on our behalf. I mean, ask him. That's Ask him. I think a lot of times we overcomplicated it. You know, my son, when we go to bed every night, we have to pray for, you know how a child prays. He's like, ask God, let's ask God that I have good dreams. I mean, when he has trouble with his stomach, let's ask God to help my tummy. He was throwing up last week. Let's ask God to help. We don't do that, do we, probably? Because we think it's like too little for God or too silly. Or I know for me, one time I was thinking about something and I asked Facebook for prayers. And the Holy Spirit said, well, you ain't even talked to me yet. I was like, uh, you're right. <laughs> you know? So we need to rely on the Holy Spirit. So let's close out in prayer. Um, I hope you guys have had a great 4th of July, great weekend. And I will see y'all again next week. But let's wait. I mean, well, let's back up. Let's just close out in prayer. <laughs> I didn't mean to act like I was leaving, y'all. Okay. Dear Lord, thank you so much that we can come to you. Thank you that we're able to come to you anytime and talk to you. Help us to be more simplified in talking to you. And just tell you what our need and then tell you thank you for for things that that might seem little and and non important, but just like just like my child is so excited about receiving anything that we become that way. Not conviction, not I mean not I mean not condemnation that we haven't, but just remind us, God, just help us to open our heart and, and see you how you see us father help us to see you as the loving father that you are the one that comforts us and protects us and loves us and wants us to just climb up in his lap and talk to him just spend time with you god just help us to remember to do that this week thank you for loving us thank you for your mercy thank you for your grace thank you most of all for your son and it's in jesus name we pray amen and amen.